ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. guys doing ya hooligans welcome to motorcycle madhouse morning mayhem it's episode 440 not all one percenters in motorcycle clubs are easy to get along with that will be the topic of our monologue today and yes of course we take our topics from uh, the emails from the listenership so this is actually by god a good one finally finally you know i had one or maybe two that were good ones not uh, going out there beating on clubs or beating on me this is an actual good one that is very on point and uh, i'm glad to be able to share this one with you and uh, we also have the first part of the new ncom newsletter or the ncom biker uh, news bites as it's called and that one is compiled uh, and edited by bill bish national coalition of motorcyclists rock and roll man we've been getting a lot of good feedback as far as that uh, one episode i was talking about when it came to ncom lots of good stuff out of that one a lot of good uh how can i say it a lot okay let's just put it the way a lot of good emails <laughs> we'll put it that way uh a lot of, and it, it really does surprise me because I've been finding this out a lot as well. A lot of people do not know what NCOM is. And a lot of people been asking about it now that we put it out on the air. And like I said, a lot of us platforms haven't been talking about them enough uh, to get the word out. And, you know, like I said before, that was our fault for not doing that. So we're going to be uh, putting all the information we can out for you guys now that uh, a lot of you are interested. Which is a good thing. Because like uh, I said in another episode, a lot of people, when so they see some of this new stuff, that everybody fighting, uh, they ask themselves, well, why can't everybody get along? We need to start this, or how can we do this? Well, there's already an organization that is out there doing that, and that's the NCOM, COC, whatever you want to call it, a national uh uh, Confederation of Motorcyclists is the national one, and of course you got your local COCs. And I know there is a lot of lies out there about this, but it simply isn't the case where people are trying to claim that it's the dominant clubs trying to make money. Uh, that's something you would hear from uh, the Leos or the Alliance of Law-Abiding Bikers. Yeah, that's something you'd hear from them. But it ain't true at all, and like I said, you need to actually go visit one. Even if you're not in the club, go visit one and see how everybody is, man. It's a great time. They talk a lot of the political stuff. And I also did uh, 
get a comment on YouTube about it, how they went to one, and it seems like everybody's off in their own corner, and it has to do with the political activism going on. And like I said to him, you know what, baby steps. Well, it's been since the late 80s. Well, you know what, a lot of the beasts take a long time to figure out. And that's for the clubs to figure out. That is not for you, myself, or anybody else uh, to say, hey, let's try to bring everybody together. Because that just ain't logical, especially when some of these clubs have lost guys to, uh, you know, going six feet under or going to prison for their club, bleeding for that patch. So it's just not that damn easy, but leave it up to an organization like NCOM. Uh, to try to get things together. So that's why I say go support them. If you're serious about all this talk going on on all these uh, comment sessions in the YouTube channels or everywhere else on Facebook groups, then you know what? Then actually go do something about it and go support the organization that's trying to do it. Uh, so let's get to this uh, pretty good email, man. It's a pretty good email. And by the way, uh, the news uh, bite is brought to you by the AIM, NCOM Motorcycle E-News Service, uh, Aid to Injured Motorcyclists in the National Coalition of Motorcyclists, and is sponsored by the law offices of Richard M. Lester, if you've been involved in any kind of accident, call at 1-800-ON-A-BIKE or visit www.onabike.com. It's with all those slashes, man. It's pretty hard to freaking, uh, you know, say where to go. But anyway, Freaky uh, Ravenous writes, again, I like this one. I won't sit here and try to say every single one percenter is cool and laid back easy to get along with there are some serious a-holes for sure and we all know there are a-holes everywhere in every kind of lifestyle but the vast majority of one percenters are cool guys i was at a one percenter uh for almost a decade till fatherhood took precedence over riding o around all over god's creation and drinking beers when I was new to the scene, most of the guys were cool. When I was trying out for it, most of the guys were cool. When I was a member, most were cool. And after leaving in good standing, most are still cool. I agree 100% with this paragraph right here. Uh, you, you, sometimes you're going to get a cold uh, shoulder when you go up to uh, one of these uh, one percenters and one of the bigger clubs. Uh, because quite frankly, they don't know you. And with what's going on uh, within the newspapers, law enforcement, it's hard to trust anybody new, man. It really is because you never know who the hell you're talking to. And that's why they really stick to their own. But there is a lot out there that are pretty cool that you can't approach and stuff. I'd have to say it's easier to approach one of them than, uh, say, a Leo in a Leo club. Because uh, the Leo Club ones, they just got their nose up in the air. Uh, but one percenters are, you know, pretty down to earth is what I've I found. So I have to say, man, I really agree with uh, all of this uh, paragraph right there. And he was right, man. Uh, one percenter for almost a decade until fatherhood 
had to take precedence over riding all over God's creation. And that's one thing, you know, I know a lot of people say, well, most of these clubs don't ride anymore. They're just going bar to bar. Well, I guess you found the wrong damn club, man. Uh, because a lot of the clubs I was around and uh, all that good stuff, they ride their asses off. And it's pretty cool. Uh, one thing I liked about uh, the club I was in uh, was meeting new people from across the nation and stuff, forming bonds with them. Uh, it was a great deal, man. It was a great deal. Uh, it was a great uh, experience, let's just put it that way. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's been in the, my experience that guys like, and he's talking about uh, the two emails that I wrote about the Hells Angels and the one that I brought up about uh, the Pagans when them guys emailed me in. That's funny. These guys, you know, you get a lot of these uh, haters out there. Well, you said this, you said that. Don't you know I'm reading an email to me and answering it on air? It might not be my personal opinions, but it's the opinions of the people that follow us. So, no, it's not me personally doing it. I'm just putting it out there. And like I said, I use the titles that you see for the episodes are taken right out of what I'm reading here. So get that right, dummies, uh, for all those that are saying that crap. Uh, as well as the guy who wrote uh, the one of the pagans either are simply so effing intimidated by one percenters because of their own lack of testicular fortitude. I love that one. Or they say, uh, said or did something once that got them smacked around and now they have a resentment. They Then there is a growing trend among 20 to 30-somethings who feel they are entitled to a scene they had no hand in building, much like they do when everything else including the damn country. But hey, what did people expect to happen when you coddled somebody their whole childhood or gave them trophies for trying? Uh, let's start off uh, right here. I again I can't disagree uh, when you got people that are upset with uh, you know when I talk about one percenters man I'm talking about the old ones uh, that been around for decades everybody knows how I feel about that uh, so that's the example that I give uh, I know personally in the Midwest there's some great one percenters out there I mentioned them before uh, you have the AOA Sons, you have the Invaders. Uh, I know you can approach them guys. Uh, you know, I can't speak for the East and West Coast except for some that I, you know, I met at the NCOM and stuff. But I know the Midwest clubs, they're really down to earth. And you go up, say hi, how you doing? Uh, they're not going to be a dick to you or anything like that. Or, you know, like he said here, uh, plain intimidated by them because of their lack of uh, testi uh, te <laughs> testicles, if you would. Uh, again, I don't know why you would, uh, why they wrote that kind of stuff. I think I put them up on Jump Street the best I could. Uh, but other than that, it's like, really, I don't want to spend my time with gumps like that. Maybe they are intimidated. Uh I just don't see why. I don't get it. Maybe you guys can tell me why they're intimidated. I don't know. Uh, or, yeah, he might be right. They might have got smacked around. 
because they said something stupid and now they got the resentment or they got the resentment because they never actually been around them and all they're doing is taking the propaganda bs and using that as a thought process and that's something i never got why don't you want to get both sides of the story if you're one of them guys that are are taking the word of the leos or other guys that maybe had a bad experience how are you going to know for yourself you're not it's just like these morons who go and say ncom and the coc all they're there to do is take money from you it's not the case at all man and it's it gets really irritating hearing that told over and over and over again and I know you might have some uh, guy who left an MC that's a part of the Confederation, but he left uh, on bad terms with his own club, and now all of a sudden it's the Confederation's fault that him and his club don't get along. It makes no sense to me. But when you don't try to get the other side of the story, what good are you, man? You're just basing your opinion on one deal, and if that's how you want to live your life, that's on you. And he's right, there is a growing trend among 20 to 30-somethings who do feel entitled. A lot of this, uh, where they call patch police, uh, or this constitutional rights stuff, has come up, I'd have to say, I don't know, maybe last 10 years or something like that, where people are thinking, and he's right, it's right in that age range, uh, where they feel entitled. They didn't do nothing for the build the scene. And that's why I'm always thankful. And I think a lot of people my age are thankful for this. We actually got to learn from the 60s generation bikers. You know, the hardcore ones that set the belief system. That set, you know, the attitude system that we, you know, were passed on. And that's one thing that my generation really screwed up on was not passing that down to the next one. And now all of a sudden, like he says, you get uh, people that are coddled their whole childhood and give them trophies for trying. And then we wonder why you get all this talk that you do on the Internet. And by God, I know it's just the Internet and the streets different, but you can really see how people's attitudes are just by what they write on the, the deal. Uh, one percenters built the biker scene, not all of it, but a big part of it. And what they didn't build, they certainly inspired. And as he says, tell him he's wrong. And he's not wrong. Uh, the one percenters did build the scene, man. They took it from scratch all the way to what it is now. They're the ones who doubt Everybody don't get. It might be cool to be a biker right now. But it used to be where it wasn't cool to be a biker. And those that didn't have to live through that or getting shoved on the ground or face thrown in mud or every time you went to the damn bar you're getting pulled over for something. You don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. It was the clubs that built this scene. That's why you see all these people who just go out to buy motorcycles, they want to get a patch right away. They want to play that part. 
that's where the problem's coming in. And by the way, uh, I know you guys, uh, a couple of you asked me about that email address, that website that's uh, real old that a lot of motorcycle clubs go through, and it's still in the description box. You to go there. If you want to know about protocol or any of that stuff, it's over on that site, man. So, And a lot of clubs uh, do use that site, so you know. Uh, but it, I can't I can't disagree, man. You have everything from Hell's Angels, you have the Outlaws, Ditos, uh, Moggles, the Sons, uh, Invaders, Force, uh, uh, all of them, <laughs> you know, Iron Horse, all those clubs that inspired what you see today when people want to just, you know, throw on that patch. And if you look at that one article on the website where he talks, why would you want to start another one? Because there's so many around you that it does turn them off a lot. Uh, let's see here. Even people who've never joined a club dress and act in such a way that they are easily mistaking for outlaw bikers. So true. So people admire them enough to in imitate them. And it's been that way at least the entirety of my lifetime. And he's 40. You're the same age as me then. You know what's up. Uh, look, it's simple. There's our do's and don'ts. I've never seen even the most a-holes of 1%er start shit with civilians without some sort of provocation. And you know what? I haven't seen it either. Uh, it's like dealing with wild animals. Leave them alone and they will leave you alone. Of course, there are some exceptions, and sometimes crap happens. But there are guys who've been uh, done hard time, lost their lives, lost their families. Over the past 70-plus years building a scene, these effers should appreciate and respect, not sit there from the safety of a keyboard and criticize, grow up, or jo go join the Knights of Columbus. Maybe that's a better fit for some of you. Respects, Hollywood. You rock, man. Rock on. You know what? This whole email was the best one that I've got so far on this program. He just says it like it is, and <laughs> he happens to be my age. So he was around uh, the Vietnam generation as well, and you can tell the difference, man, between the generations who learned from who uh, compared to now. Very good stuff. That's just like I'm going to be uh, talking probably on uh, tomorrow's program about, uh, you know, the gangs, the new gangster bikers versus the old uh, scooter tramps. That's going to be episode 441. Uh, so that should be a good and an interesting one, if you will. So that was an awesome freaking uh, email right there. And that one again, let's look here. Freaky Raveness. Over on our YouTube channel. Rock and roll, man. Big thumbs up for that one. Now, let's go into the little Encom uh, Biker News Bites. This is going to be broken down over the next, I believe, three shows. Because it is a long one, but I want to get the information out again. This was compiled and edited by Bill Bish of the National Coalition of Motorcyclists. Now, let's go to the first story. Pandemic kick-started a motorcycle boom, and it did. Uh, from soft sales and even negative growth at some companies to the specter of businesses collapsing 
in the face of coronavirus to sudden sales spikes and even triple digit growth 2020 has been a whiplash year for the motorcycle industry prior to the covid19 outbreak red flags were waving in many pockets of motorcycle commerce according to forbes.com and there was a growing dark cloud hovering over the industry generated in large part by one particular problem not enough new riders are buying motorcycles and replacing those that are leaving so very true man so very true there have been many reasons populated uh for the shrinking ridership numbers and flagging sales from millennials being more risk Averse to smartphone addiction to enthusiast aging out of the market. Uh, that from uh, Forbes uh, contributor Bill Robinson. The motorcycle industry was at a crossroads. Then COVID-19 changed up the map. Uh, when the pandemic hit, something very interesting happened. Motorcycle and bicycle sales uh, started climbing. That's because everybody was freaking, uh, you know, hemmed up at the house and they needed to get the hell out of there. Uh, often at d- double-digit rates, it made sense on some levels since anyone returning to work or life in general was avoiding rideshare and mass transit. Very good stuff here, man. Very good stuff. Uh, I really like the next one, uh, U.S. Uh, helmet use trends higher. It used to be when people didn't want to wear helmets and me being one of them, but now I love wearing a helmet, man. I don't know what it is. As you get older, man, you just, I don't know what it is. Uh, Helmet use by U.S. motorcyclists have trended higher over the past uh, decade, according to a new government survey. Uh, According to the U.S. Department of Transportation, National Highway Traffic Safety, uh, the National Occupant Protection Use Survey is the only survey that provides nationwide probability-based observed data. Uh, According to the survey, helmet use nationwide increased among motorcyclists from 54.3% of all riders in 2010 to 708 in 2019. That is a huge tick up in states with mandatory helmet law, which it shouldn't be mandatory. You know, choose what you want to do, but it shouldn't be mandatory. That's just what I think. Uh, Helmet use among riders was at 89.2%, while in other states, those only require helmet uh, use for specific riders. That was 56.5%. On a regional basis, uh, riders in the West helmeted up most often, with helmet use noted at about 83.7%. The South was 70%. 4.6, 74.1 in the Northeast, and the Midwest. Yeah, you got to love us Midwesterners, man. 43.4. And then it goes in uh, the two, uh, you know, the second passenger and all that stuff. You can uh, read that uh, report online. It's the NHTSA uh, report on helmet use trends online. Uh, So you can go take a look at that one, but uh, that's the first part of the NCOM newsletter for you guys. But uh, we're going to go to a quick break, and then we're going to hit 
The Biker News. Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on! Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! to the show everybody don't forget to visit the hollywood and china doll show that is on china doll's uh youtube channel i'm married to a biker and it's also available on all the podcasting platforms but uh the shows are getting good over there uh with the hollywood and china doll that's monday through friday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And uh, we're starting to turn to a lot of uh, motorcycling topics over there. So make sure you get on over there. Now let's go up to Montreal out of CTV News. Quebec Police target firearms permits allegedly linked to the Hells Angels. Yes, they got a hard on for the Angels up there. Um... Uh, Quebec Provincial Police revoked 11 licenses to possess and acquire firearms. Some people police say are connected to the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club. It is the second phase of an operation from uh, the Organized Crime Division in collaboration with the SQ's Firearms and Explosive Control Department. Especially wish you had a Second Amendment up there, but what am I saying, man? It's getting bad down here in the United States. Uh, seven applications for firearm possession permits were also denied in an eligibility program aimed at limiting access to firearms by people linked to organized crime. The first phase in 2018 targeted 97 motorcycle club members that support the Hells Angels. So if you were uh, a club that supports them, next thing you know, they tie you to them and you're not getting a damn permit. Now, I don't think these are permits as far as concealed carry go. I just think uh, it's to own a firearm. Uh, that phase uh, resulted in 75 firearms possession and acquisition permits being revoked and 14 pending applications being denied. Quote, 
This large-scale project is a first in Canada in the context of gun control and shows members of uh, support uh, groups that their allegiance to organized crime has a direct impact on their privilege to have a uh, possession acquisition license for firearms. Man, it's a sad state of affairs, man, in uh, Canada and Australia. Why would the citizens give up their right to bear arms? Look at all the freaking draconian stuff that's coming out of there. Now, let's go over to uh, 7news.com in Australia. It is heating up. Everybody knows that we've been covering that uh, killing of Nick Martin. International law enforcement it has now been brought in as the manhunt for killer uh, continues. Yeah, it's not getting no joke over there, man. They're even offering a $1 million uh, reward uh, going on. Quote, I can't go in the agencies, but it is fair to say that the uh, WA police have engaged international partners. Uh, the International Criminal uh, Police Organization, or Interpol, is among those agencies. Interpol managed 18 police databases with information on crimes and criminals, from names and fingerprints to stolen passports, accessible in real time to countries. Martin was shot dead at uh, uh, the Quinana Motorplex in Perth in front of hundreds of fellow spectators. It's believed he was shot by a sniper. It's believed the gunshot fired from a distance killed the bikey and injured others, including a five-year-old boy. Yeah, once you start hurting boys and stuff and girls that young, they're going to get on your ass. Uh, the boy was treated for minor injuries. Uh, police are fearing the shooting could escalate tensions between rival motorcycle gangs. And like I said, they are offering a huge reward. That over from Oz. Now, the TribLive.com. A man is ordered to stand trial in shooting outside of a Leechburg tattoo parlor. And if you're over on the radio, you can come over on YouTube or Facebook. Check out the picture. Allegheny Township man accused of shooting two men outside a tattoo shop last month was ordered to stand trial after pleading not guilty during the preliminary hearing. Uh, Chad Goldstrom, 37, was charged last month with or attempted a homicide, aggravated assault, Simple assault and uh, reckless endangerment in connection with the shooting of Brian Oss and J Justin Shook. An additional uh, charge of carrying a firearm without a license was also filed. Uh, District Judge uh, James Ingring ordered Goldstrom to stand trial in the case and denied a request to lower his bond. Uh, he's uh, now at uh, 200 G's. Uh, the Armstrong County District Attorney uh, Katie uh, Charlton called four witnesses to testify at the preliminary hearing. Neither Shook nor Oss attended. Uh, a criminal complaint filed in the case said Oss was paralyzed and in critical condition at Allegheny General Hospital in Pittsburgh. Uh, the attorney, uh, Wendy Williams, said uh, the client was uh, acting in self-defense uh, when he shot Oss and Shook. Uh, they're not naming uh, what club they were in or any of that stuff. 
but it, the case has been turned over to the state police. Uh, Trooper Michael Graham said investigators were able to determine members of a motorcycle gang were on Market Street at the time of the shooting. He was unable to say what gang members were doing there. That right there out of the triblive.com. Now back over to Perth. Yes, we got to go over there, man. They acting the fool again. Alleged bandito's bikey remains behind bars charged with attempted murder south of Brisbane. Uh, Jared Kevin Anthony Brown, 32, was charged with the attempted murder of the man, the 30 or 53, at his property south of Brisbane last month. The incident left the alleged uh, victim in an induced coma at Princess Alex uh, Alexandra Hospital. He's also facing charges of entering a dwelling with an intent and a contravening an order about information necessary to access information. Uh, there was no application for bail. Uh, she, uh, The magistrate, uh, Claire Kelly, adjourned the matter to February 10th. Uh, police alleged he uh, was from Schrailer Park, seriously assaulted the 53-year-old uh, victim by slitting his throat. Yeah, that seriously assaulted him with the sharp incident. Uh, he was rushed to the hospital and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, a little bit more on this. Uh, the Hell's Angel, uh, Dwayne, uh, Brakovich fined for a Scarborough fight with the murdered ex-Rebels chief, Nick Martin. A lot of stuff that keeps coming out on this story. He was only fined about $800 for a violent uh, public fight with the former Rebels gang boss who was murdered. Uh, security was tight and there was heavy presence in the Perth Magistrate's Court for the appearance of the Dana Brachovich on a charge of fighting in public in circumstances likely to cause fear. It was captured on CCTV, uh, but moments later the violence erupted when he was re, uh, uh, with Bragovich repeatedly punching Martin. And you guys talk about the tattoos on my face. My God, a little overboard there, bro. Uh, he is seeing a psychologist and a lawyer. Uh, his lawyer said uh, nobody was seriously injured during that, uh, but he was seeing a psychologist, I guess. Uh, Mr. Gardner also said his client, which is his uh, attorney, it looks like, was now going to be subject to an order banning him from licensed premises. Yeah, there you go. That was about that fight. Choreographs, wall of shame. Here we go. Ex Cannelton police officer arrested. Oh my God, child seduction. Go figure. A former Cannelton police officer is out on bond facing child seduction charges. 30 year old Kyle Lukring was arrested after a four month long investigation by Indiana State Police. Troopers say Lukring is accused of seducing a female under 18 years old back in June while he was still a police officer. Troopers say he resigned from the force. He was arrested today and taken to the Perry County Jail where. A former Cannelton police. Yeah, we heard you already. Jesus Christ with these people, man. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms.
about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Welcome back, man. Welcome back. I always hate that, man. Uh, with the Leo, they end a lot of the stories in the Wall of Shame is like really. It has to do with uh, child seduction or child molestation. It's like, man, uh, where are you guys getting off on that stuff, man? You you freaks, and you deserve a lot more than what you're getting. I can tell you that. Throw them in a room with the parents, is what I say. Uh, hopefully you guys like that monologue uh, earlier on in the show. That was actually the best email that I received. And you got to remember, man, when approaching a one percenter or something like that, just be cool. They're just like any other freaking man. Just be a man and have some testicles. Say up, say hi. Give you know you want a beer or something like that. Uh, but you don't have you know. I'll continue to read your emails and pick which ones to put on the show. But you really don't have to be a dingbat, man. You know you could talk about something other than uh, how bad they are, and maybe why don't you talk about some of the good that they do. Tomorrow's episode, we will also continue with the monthly newsletter from NCOM. A lot of good stuff there. The helmet use stuff really didn't surprise me much. Because a lot more people, you just see them riding, even older guys, man, uh, are throwing on the helmets. Maybe that's because they're more comfortable now. Uh, you got a lot more uh, vents for breathability and stuff. You know, overall, just comfortable. You know, personally, I still think that it's up to you to choose if you want to wear one or not. Uh, me, personally, I choose to wear one. Uh, I was actually talking about it with uh, China Dow. We're going to be ordering her a good one with the intercom systems and stuff. Uh, but it also comes with one that you don't vlog with, and that's the one I'm looking forward to. Because i got to upgrade all my vlog stuff for next year. Because the stuff I got, even though, you know, it's expensive, it still didn't work worth a crap, if you ask me. I still had to do voiceovers instead of doing the actual modal vlogging. So, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. But uh, it looks like a lot of stuff going on still over in Australia as far as that uh, murdered uh, ex-bikey boss uh, from the Rebels. They're trying to shut that down real quick. They're trying to get it solved. That's why they're offering a million dollars. Because it's just going to keep heating up over there, man. And crap is going to fly. See, they think it's like the 60s and 70s like it was here in the America over there. They're just kind of late, man. They're just kind of late. Uh, they're way behind what we used to do. So, you know, hopefully... You know, things get worked out over there because their rights are getting hit hardcore, man. Hardcore over there. Uh, that and Canada, man. Uh, you know, I, I guess your government is full of lefties, man, where they just want to take every damn freedom you have away from you. And I kind of feel sorry for you, just like I do a couple of the states here in the United States. So, with that, uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe to the channel. Don't also forget 
to go over to you know china dows i'm married to a biker channel or yeah i'm married to a biker her youtube channel and also take us with uh, over on itunes and all that stuff with that guys i'll talk to you guys later you guys have a good one and i'll see you on the next episode I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jack.